Anyway, so I, as I said today, I want to talk to you about Absalom. This is very short. Turn with me to Second Samuel. Number one, Absalom was a real part of the family. Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 1. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. All right? So the, Absalom was a real part of the family. That is why it is um, tragic when people behave like Absalom because he was an integral. It's not, it's not that he is not a part. That's why everybody here should, and everyone listening, should take note of the teachings because these are things that can come upon you after 15 years in the system, after 18 years, after 20 years. It can come upon you. Because after 18 years or 15 years, we have our story from Revelations where you say, I am rich. I am increased with goods. And I have need of nothing. I don't need the system again. I don't need anything. I don't need David. I don't need whatever. I am increased with goods. That is when that comes up. And when you say that, you start moving towards the miserable, wretched, blind, poor naked so remember Absalom is a major part of everything so anybody here who is a major part of the church should know that hey but this Absalom thing I can become one of turn to your neighbor and say neighbor like, like joke like joke if you don't take care you can become an Absalom because you are a major part of the family Then number two, Absalom is a man who is offended. Absalom, Amnon raped Tamar. And Tamar, in verse 19, put ashes on her head and rent her garment of diverse colors that was on her and laid her head hand on her head and went on crying because of what she had done. So those of you who rape girls, who, who have sex with people and do things to them, do you understand? You get it? You are harming people. And Tamar was crying. Are you there? Tamar was crying. She was crying because something bad had been done to her. Tell your neighbor, stop every evil aspect of your life now in the name of Jesus. Stop it now. And many people don't realize that immorality leads, it's, 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 a, it's a senior category of sin and also leads to death because it led to the death of Amnon. Immorality is connected to death. 
I hope you are listening. It's connected to death. Tell your neighbor, your fornication is connected to your death. So, tell your other neighbor, your adultery is connected to your death. Tell the person next to you, I hope you think, you, know, you think I'm joking. I'm telling you something from whatever. It's not a joke. Then Absalom, her brother, said to her, Has Amnon been with thee? And she said, Hold your peace. Regard not this thing. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. So Absalom was every day talking to Tamar in the house. He was always asking, So what did he do? So what, what, how, what did he do? So he did this, and Absalom was getting more and more bored. Because Tamar was in his house. He would cry, she would, he would talk to her. So what, what did he say? What did he do? Each Absalom was getting bored. Those of you who violate people's virginities, wives, friends, you are stirring up hatred of a high order. Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I know you are here. This thing applies to you. I know you are here. Maybe you are watching, it applies to you. You are stirring up hatred of a certain level. Oh, yes. Tamar remained in Absalom's house. Absalom was talking to her all the time, finding out. So what did he say? So and then the first time, what happened? Then this time, then this and that. And what? And Absalom is listening to the thing. And his hatred and murder is rising in him. Now, Absalom is a person who was truly wrong in the sense that he was genuinely had something wrong done to him. You see, one of the things you must know about good, bad people is that they were once good. They were once what? Yeah, because he, Absalom hasn't done it. I mean, he's rather so affected by his sister's Misfortune of meeting such a predatorial brother. A brother who is a predator looking for a girl and tricking her. Tricking her. She thinks she's serving. She's serving bread. She thought she was just helping in the church. Not knowing that you as a pastor, you are a predator. She thought she was just helping. I'm helping the pastor. I'm serving uh, meat pies. I'm serving this. Before you realize, the service has changed into sex. 
person, don't laugh. It's you that they are talking about. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't Now it came to pass after two full years that Absalom had sheep shearers, which is a celebrational type of event. And Absalom came to the king and said, Let the king and his servant, I want to invite you, King David, and your servants to come. And you see, Absalom is a schemer. You know, there are people who say things to you to take your mind this way. You know, a good deceiver is someone who tells you things to turn your mind in another direction. So that your mind will never come into this direction. So he said, oh king, I want you to come to my celebration. And the king said, oh, I can't come. Then he said, oh, if you can't come, can your sons come? (laughs) Which was the original plan. He didn't want David to come. And he knew that David cannot come. So, one, I want to warn you. I wrote a book, Those Who Are Offended. When you are offended, something bad has been done to you. And there's, there's nothing like living in this world without something bad not being done to you. It doesn't happen. In a church, every church. Something bad will be done against you at a point. Expect it. Jesus said it's not possible that offense will not come. It will happen. Yeah. So don't let things that hurt you turn you into a monster. If maybe you were not paid or you were paid late or a motorcycle was not bought for you or a bicycle was not given to you or you, your church was not visited or you were not paid well or snake was not paid or whatever. Don't let any legitimate hurt transform you into a caricature. Because Absalom was now about to turn into a murderer just because his sister has been raped and manhandled, which is a wrong that was done him. He hasn't done anything to anybody. It was something wrong that was done to him. Herod's wife, one correction, they told her, you are not supposed to marry this man. She was so hurt that she turned into a murderer and asked for John the Baptist's head to be served, that she wants to eat dinner and the meat will be John the Baptist's head, rice and John the Baptist's head. Two Zafi on the side and John the Baptist's head on the side and she pick here small the toes of it then she picks some of the John the Baptist head and she eats it I mean how why because of one correction one head the way they spoke why should he speak that way why should he preach and say it in such a way that I am embarrassed she didn't like those things at all she was really hurt and she turned into a mother Absalom was converted he was a good guy, probably the next king, but he was converted into a monster, a murderous monster, rebellious 
wicked, famous wicked son because of his conversion from a, a good person through an event which was not, nothing done to him. Not, nothing done evil by him, but it was done against him. Do you see? And then he converted into Absalom. The Absalom we know now. Yes. How many have ever felt you have not been rightly treated? You have not, you are not being treated right. Raise your, raise your hand. Hmm. Welcome to the life of Jesus. <laughs> How many feel that you've been forgotten before? Like you felt it before that you forgot. Welcome to Jesus. Jesus said, my father, why have you forsaken me? You don't remember? I'm on the cross. Oh. I'm dying here. I haven't done anything wrong. Wow. Then he said, if, I, if not, let my brother Amnon go with us. And the king said, why should he go? So Absalom pressed him and he let Amnon and the king's sons go. All right? And it came to pass, whilst they were, uh, Absalom commanded his servants. So it was a plan. After two years, two years, watch out for people who don't let issues go. Look, one time I was talking to someone and then someone told me that this man, he doesn't forgive easily. The issue will not go. I became afraid of the person. Two years. Two years have gone by. He was on the issue. Like murder was in his heart. You know, one day there was an orang. He was an orang. An orangu. And uh, his, he was speaking many bad things about me. Hey. Then his child saw him manifesting those things. And after many years, decided to call me to ask me something. I've never spoken to him before. When he spoke to me, I spoke to him for about one hour. He was asking me, I said, oh, this what happened, this happened, that happened, and so on. Do you know what the, you know what the son said? He said, I've had my greatest surprise. The man is not even angry. He said, I thought he would be angry. Because, you see, when he hears his father talking, and when he talked to me, I'm not even, it's not even an issue. I'm not angry about anything. I am not cursing him. I'm not, he was surprised. Because God has shown me, try to have a sweet spirit. Whatever has happened to you, let it fall off your back like water on a duck's back and go out of here. Right. Usually, if I make a mistake, 
it will be more of a mistake of being too quickly forgiving and allowing Charlie let the people. So people sometimes try to warn me, hey, we know you. When this thing is over, you will say, oh, let them come and let them. We know you. We know you. (laughs) Don't let issues stay in your heart for two years. Ask yourself. Some of you had even a house help. You have time and the person has left. You have marked the person that for to eternity and you were. She was just a maid servant in your house and has gone and Charlie. All right. So now, Absalom, the Bible says, and Absalom, mark you now when Amnon's heart is merry with wine. And when I say unto you, smite Amnon, then kill him. And fear not, I have commanded you, be courageous and be valiant. All right. And the servants of Absalom did unto Amnon as Absalom had commanded. And all the king's sons arose and every man got on his mule and fled and it came to pass when they were in the way tidings came to David saying Absalom has killed all the king's sons and the king arose and tore his garments and lay on the earth and his servants stood wailing and Jonadab the son of Shimea David's brother answered and said no 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 king don't let my lord suppose that they have slain all your young men for only Amnon is dead. For by the appointment of Absalom, it was decided by Absalom. It was an appointment of Absalom. It was called the appointment of Absalom. By what? The appointment of Absalom. This has been determined from the day he forced his sister Tamar. Everybody who has forced girls, you should know an appointment may be coming for you. Yes. You think you are a conqueror. Deflowering and humiliating girl after girl. You see yourself as a conqueror. By the appointment of Absalom. Now, Absalom has become a murderer. So he is fully converted into a murderer and he has murdered his brother now that he's murdered a family member he can murder other family members including his father he knows how to murder family members and all this has come about by a conversion of a good person through an unfortunate something that was done, maybe an injustice or something hateful. That's why I'm saying to you, watch yourself very carefully. That's why I gave you that testimony of this man said, I was not even angry. Don't be angry. Let the things drop. Yes. Even if you remember, you can just shake yourself and shout. And then after that, it is gone. Hallelujah. Verse 37. But Absalom fled and went 
to Tamu. And David mourned for his son every day. So there was a big funeral. There was a big funeral in Jerusalem. A big funeral. <laughs> you see, this is a sign of a kind of person who is coming to manifest. A big funeral. Watch out for people who have caused trouble before. I mean, this biggest funeral was caused by no other person than Absalom. And he was yet to cause another bigger trouble in the system. So that's why sometimes you need to... You see, loyalty does not withhold information. One time I was dealing with one pastor and someone said, to me, oh, this man, maybe you don't know. We can have pastors' meetings, bishops' meetings, and pastors' meetings. He is so cantankerous, he caused the chairman of the meeting, who is a bishop, to even cry. Yeah, I mean, he's so troublesome and cantankerous that admit, but, but I didn't know. Watch out for people that cause funerals before. And big issues. Yes. Wow. And you know, Absalom is going to play on the father's love. Wow. Watch. Turn to the next chapter. Chapter 14. Now, 2 Samuel 14, verse 1. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's heart was towards Absalom. Even though, you see, he knows. That's why Absalom told his sons, don't worry, I I, I know what I'm telling you. Kill him, you don't be afraid, I'm here. (laughs) And after killing him, he knew that his father's heart was towards him still. Is it not amazing? Yes. After killing him, Joab saw that, no, David, he still likes this boy. So he organized a woman to go and talk to David, to him, and brought Absalom back to town. And verse 21, the king said to Joab, Behold, now I have done this thing. Go therefore and bring the young man Absalom again. All right? And Joab went and brought Absalom. And the king said, in verse 24, Let him turn to his own house, And let him not see my face. He should be there. I don't want to see his face. And so Absalom returned, but he saw not the king's face. Now look at verse 25. But in all Israel, there was no one to be so much praised as Absalom for his beauty. This does it not sound like Lucifer? Yes, you are perfect in the day that you were created. He was always being praised. Watch out, all of you who are being praised. Oh, I really like, you are very humble. You are very good. You are a nice this. You are wonderful that. You are, thank God for your life. You are really whatever. The Bible said there was no one to be much praised as Absalom for his beauty. For from the sole of his foot even to the crown of the head, there was no blemish in him. That means that his face was this type of perfect television presenter's face presidential faces perfect I mean appearance wow 
<laughs> amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. There was no one to be praised. Everybody who is always being praised. That's what I was telling you yesterday. This type of, oh, I love your preaching. You are very good. You are this, this, this. They are dangerous things, oh. They are dangerous things. My one guy said to me, it's pride on a silver platter. It's being served to you on a silver platter. Oh, I like the way you are staying here in the north. You are very humble. I mean, I thank God for your life. Oh, your church is really this. You are wonderful. You are this. You are that. You are this, this, that. Those, that, these, those, days. Thank God for your behavior, your support, your this, your that. The Bible said there was none to be praised. So much praised. So much praised. Ah, all these years, you are so faithful. You are this, you are that, you are that. Praises. Praises. Watch out for the praises. When you are praised too much, not good. That's why sometimes God gives us marriages. So because in the marriage, their praises are fewer. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you find out your faults when you marry. You realize that, Charlie, you are not that good at all. Yes. Amen. So, this is the reason why God gives us troubles. You know, I have so many troubles. You see, when a goat is sweating, you cannot see that he's sweating. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> when a goat is sweating, you cannot see that he's sweating. Many events that I've experienced in my life, I only remember the bad things. If you, if, you, if, you, if you mention certain places, certain things, campaigns, crusades, conferences, meetings, this, the first thing that comes to my mind is usually a bad thing. A trouble that I was part of. Oh, yes. And some of you, you are tired of these troubles. Do you see? But the test of prosperity is more difficult to pass than the test of poverty. Yes. The test of prosperity. More people fail. Yes. More people fail. Yeah. Are you there? So, thank God for some of your problems and your difficulties. When Joseph was put into prison, he was, first of all, captured. He had a great vision from God, but he was captured by his brothers, Potiphar's house. 
he hasn't done anything wrong. You see, what Potiphar's wife did to him could have turned him into a monster like what Absalom became, but it did not. That's what I'm trying to point out to you. Be like Joseph rather than like Absalom. Where when something bad is done to you, it doesn't change you and turn you into a monster. Joseph rather did not change. Then he went to prison for 10 years. You see, these are the tests for greatness. He was in prison for 10 years and that's when the butler and the baker did it. The butler served Pharaoh with wine with flies in it and that was enough for him to go to prison the baker served bread with stones black stones and that was enough I think he broke uh, Pharaoh's tooth you know one day they exhumed a Pharaoh from in Egypt not long ago and they put it in a coffin and they sent the coffin and the pharaoh, the mummy, yeah, the mummy, they sent it to do an MRI. Do you know MRI? MRI is like an x-ray. So they did an x-ray. And when they did the MRI, they saw that the pharaoh died from, they had, he had an infection in the, in the, in the, in the, not in the gum, in the tooth. It was a big swelling in the bone. Yeah. So they realized that that's what he may have done. So there may have been stones in his bread also, and he has chewed chewed it. After 10 years, Pharaoh wanted uh, these prisoners were there, and Joseph had a dream. And Joseph said, Remember me when you go. Benny Hinn said one time, I was listening to him preaching about Joseph. He said, when a man tells people, remember me. When a man tells people, when you go on stage, go and promote me. He is not dead yet. He said, unless the seed dies, he will not bear the fruit that he has to bear. And he said, when a man is telling you, promote me, push me forward, talk about me, let the people do whatever, he's not yet dead. And he's not yet ready to bear the fruit. Oh, yes. I always remember that. And you see that. That is when Joseph now stayed in prison for another two years. Because he trusted in man. Hmm. Are you listening? All right. Let's finish with Absalom. There was none so beautiful. Now, Absalom went and organized, manipulated and bent Joab's farm so that Joab would remember to talk to David so that he would come back into town. And it worked. So watch out for manipulators. Watch out for people who manipulate you before you realize you are doing something that you didn't intend to do. Because David did not intend to honor Absalom, but before he realized he was honoring him. Anybody who doesn't say things directly to you, but you end up doing it, is manipulating you. The person may not say, do this, do this, do this, but before you realize, that's what you are doing. That's called manipulation. And there's a lot of manipulation even in marriage. Second Samuel chapter 15. If your wife leaves you and travels to live abroad, 
She has manipulated you. Because now you are alone. She's manipulating you into a situation. And soon you will be something that you never intended to be. So it's a manipulation. She will not tell you directly, become an adulterer. She will not tell you, leave your mission. She will not tell you, do this. If you are up, but she has manipulated you. Without words, she has moved you. It's called witchcraft. Yes. Because a witch sits in the house and makes a doll and takes pins and needles and be putting it. This one is into your heart. This one is into your leg. When they put it in your heart, then you feel heart pain over there. When they put it in your heart, it's, ah, my hair is praying me. So it's somewhere manipulating and something is happening. So watch out for people who don't tell you things directly. But before you realize, you are doing something that you don't actually want to do. It's called manipulation and witchcraft. We are almost ending. Second Samuel chapter 15. Then Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man had a controversy and came to the king for judgment, Absalom called out to him and said, hey, where are you from? Come, 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 come. And he said, thy servant is from this tribe. I'm I'm coming from Naphtali. Okay. And Absalom says, ah, you see, your matters are good and right. But there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. The king has, is now old man. He's an expired father. He's a what? Expired father. And Absalom said, Oh, that I were made judge in the land. And everyone which has a suit or cause might come to me. I will do him justice. And it was so that when any man came, nigh to him to do him obeisance he put forth his hand and kissed him and on this manner Absalom did to all that came to the king for judgment so Absalom stole the hearts of the people now how did he put his heart how did he steal the hearts number one he asked them their problems and it's nice when somebody asks what is your problem and then he now says that I would have helped if I had a chance Ah, if I was the one in charge of the church, I would have done this and I would have done this and I would have done this. And Absalom is always presenting an alternative to your leadership. He's always saying, ah, there is a better way. There is a better way than the way your father is doing it. That's Absalom. Now how does he win your heart? He put forth his hand and he kissed, took him and kissed him. So Absalom was into kisses and into touching. Like by the time you meet Absalom, number one, he's very handsome and then he's very loving, like personally loving. Like he's the touching type. He would touch you and he, he, won, he wins them like, oh, at least this man cares. All right? So watch out for Absaloms. I am running my church and you are part of the church. Can I come this way? Yeah. You are part of the church. Do you see? Instead of sitting there and thinking what I should rather be saying and what I should rather be doing. Do you get it? 
you should be filled with admiration. Do you see? An interest in what we are doing rather than coming up with ideas. Oh, if only there was this. If only there was this. And thoughts are flashing through your mind of what it would be like if you are the leader. Yeah, if you are the leader. That's Absalom. It's in his heart. And you see, even though that is in his heart, and he's got the kisses and all that, he's a murderer. He's a murderer who has killed his brother, caused a biggest funeral in Israel since Israel began. The king's son. And he's the and he's loving. So sometimes you look at a person, you wonder that the person is like schizophrenia, split personality. He seems to have two sides, very loving and very caring. And I tell you, few in our lives, few people will care for us. So when you meet somebody who cares for you, oh, senior pastor is there, he's doing whatever. Do you know what? I, do you know what I've been doing? Do you know what I've been doing this crusade? Even from morning to evening, do you have? Do, do you know the meetings I have and the issues that are on my head? As I'm even here, <laughs> you don't have any idea. You, see, you don't know what I do. Oh yes. oh yes, yes. You don't have any idea. So maybe I may not have time to come and kiss you and stroke you and all that. That's how these Absaloms behave. So where is he? They are sitting in the south there, saying whatever. They don't know what is happening on the ground here. We are on the ground here. We know what is happening here. That's Absalom speaking. Dangerous son. Dangerous son. Watch out for Absalom. Loving and is uh, also a murderer. He's a murderer. He's a wicked person, but very loving. And you see, you see that in lions. Sometimes when I look at lions, you see them playing with their children. Like this, they roll over like this. They go, the, the, the cubs will be playing on. It's one of the nicest animals to watch. They are even nicer than monkeys. To watch them playing with their children. And this animal in the evening, the way it's going to kill somebody's child. It's going to kill somebody's child. It's going, and you see his mouth covered with blood. Somebody was walking peacefully. You have eaten him alive and eaten people's children. And in the evening, you'll be playing like this. You'll be they have to be lying like this. They, so that they open their lie like this. <laughs> One leg will go here, one will go here like that then they open like that and the children will be bouncing on them and they will just do this then the tail, it's, it is so, you even want to go and also play with them hey! and at the same time, when you see them eat, you see blood covered the whole face, covered with red blood you see that it's a killer who has got another side a loving killer yes that's why those who follow Absalom, they are convinced. They are convinced. They are not not convinced. They are convinced. They believe what they think. They believe, so oh, this is a good person. <laughs> Verse 10. Then Absalom sent spies throughout. Yes. Throughout. The land saying, as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then you say, Absalom reigneth. Absalom is what? Bishop. Absalom is in charge. Absalom is the leader. 
That's all you want. To, that's all you want. You want to be David. You want to be David in the wrong way. You want to be the king. You want to be the pastor. That's not how to become the main man. And the Bible says, and with Absalom went 200 men out of Jerusalem that were called. And they went in their simplicity. And they knew not anything. They went in their what? Simplicity. And they knew not anything. This is the master key of an Absalom. He plays on the simplicity and the innocence of the people that he is talking to. Because they don't know the facts and they don't know the reality. They don't know that he is a murderer. They don't know that he's a wanted man. They don't know that he's a fugitive. They don't know that he's a manipulator. They don't know that he's a very bad son. They don't know that he even wants to kill his own father. They don't know that he's the first man to organize an army to fight against God's anointed. They don't know how evil he is. And 200 people follow him. Yes. That is why any Absalom person must be dealt with ferociously. Yes. Don't allow dangerous sons to operate. Extinguish them. Extinguish them. When you see somebody following these signs, and you see somebody who is too nice. One day I sacked somebody because he was too nice. Oh, yes. He was always smiling. I said, ah, can you always be smiling? It was too nice to me. Not a pastor, I mean, and something else. I, I said, ah, the smile is too much. It's, it, it doesn't look genuine to me. And I didn't really suck him. I just sent him somewhere else. He's, he's even in America now. Yeah. But the smile was <laughs> every day. <laughs> I said, oh, you are too good. Watch out for couples which present themselves as excellent couples. It looks too good to be true. Hey! They are like the perfect whatever. It's like, Charlie, we don't allow even more than one foot six inches between ourselves. One foot six inches, that is one, one cubit. We always, we always sit together, we smile together, we hold on each other, we take pictures together, we do this, we eat together, we do this together, we eat from the same spoon, the same towel. I said, wow. Then you'll be thinking about yourself. Mm. Is that how your marriage is? Is that how your marriage is? At all. And you'll be analyzing yourself and say, hey. Watch out for these perfect things. So the man is so nice, he's so, so beautiful. He explains everything. He kisses me, he wraps me, he touches me. So, ah. Absalom. Do you know that I once met a man called Absalom? Yeah, a pastor, a pastor. him, do you know the meaning of your name? Yeah. I said, do you know the meaning of your name? <laughs> yes. Hmm. At least in our church, that name will not easily, easily work.
One time I called uh, Archbishop Duncan Williams. You know, he was, he, 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 he was abroad and he came to Ghana. Then something was happening in one of the big churches. And then he, either he called me or I called him. Either I was at the airport or he was at the airport, one of them. And I said, have you heard about this? I asked him. He said, yes. He asked me, what do I think? What do you ask me? What do you think? And I was quiet. Then he answered, he himself answered. You know what he said? Do you want to know what he said? He said, it's an Absalom. (laughs) It's an Absalom. That's That's all he said. It's an Absalom. Oh, yes. It's an Absalom. Oh, yes. I'll never forget. I think I was, I was at the airport. I, I just arrived. I called him. Have you heard what this guy is trying to say bad things about the founder of this church? A church that has come from abroad to start a big church in Ghana. And they were, I mean, printing, they printed leaflets uh, with bullet points. This man, the, the founder of the church from where he comes, he's this, he has taken money from this, he's there, with points and printed, they were actually printed in a printing press and sharing in the whole of Accra. When I called him, I said, Archbishop, are you following what is I said, yes. Then he asked me, what do you think? And I was quiet. He said, it's an Absalom. <laughs> Tell somebody it's an Absalom. 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 Oh, yes. There are certain things when you hear, you should immediately say, ah, it's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. Two hundred men followed. Then Absalom sent for Ahitophel, the Gilonite. Hey, and the conspiracy was strong. For the people, now notice, this is the shortest part of church growth for Absalom. Second Samuel chapter 10 verse 12. It says, no, 15 verse 12, sorry. 15 verse 12. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. For the people increased continually with Absalom. Yes. The people did what? Increased continually with Absalom. He was growing. It's like, it's really growing. People, a lot of people are going there. A lot of people, I hear this one is this. I hear that one is this. I hear this one has also left. I hear this one. Almost every church experiences an Absalom at a point or time. I hear this one has also left. Have you heard that Mr. and Mrs. have left? Have you heard that Madam this has left? Have you heard that Sister so and so has left? Have you heard that the Bible says, and the people increase continually? But you see, this is a very short church growth. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> people are liking his page. Hmm. The people increased continually with Absalom. Then there came a messenger saying, the hearts of the men are after Absalom. And David said to his servants that were with him, arise and let us flee. For we shall not else escape from Absalom. Make speed to depart, lest he overtake us suddenly and bring evil upon us 
and smite the city with the edge of the sword. David decided to do what is called a strategic retreat. People were asking David to make his comments on does he not have anything to say about what Absalom said? No, no, no. Let's go out of town. And David was fast thinking on his feet. He said, let's go right now. Let's go right now. I know this type of thing. Yeah. I know how to fight it. I will not fight it in the way he wants me to fight it. Because I don't even know who is on my side and who is not on my side. Yeah. I weed out all the traitors first. Yeah. There is a way to fight Absalom. Yes. And the way you fight Absalom is not to. You don't know who Absalom has, whose heart he has won. Because he has won so many hearts with his deception. It will take time for us to know who he is. And when people know who he is, they will take their own decisions. Yes. So, from today, God is giving you the grace to take fast decisions. Charlie, no, no, let's go. Let's make this move. This one is not going to work. So, the king said, Behold, thy servants are ready to do whatever my Lord the Lord shall appoint. And the king went forth and all his household and left ten women which were concubines to keep the house. Ten what? Women. And the people were going out. Alright? And as David went, he wept. Verse 32. And it came to pass that when David was come to the top of the mountain, and he worshipped God. Behold, Hushai the Akite came to meet him with his coat rent. And to whom David said, if you go with me, you'll be a burden. Return to the city and say to Absalom, I will be thy servant, O king. As I have been thy father's servant hitherto, I will now be thy servant. And then mayest thou for me defeat the counsel of Ahithophel. So this is the beginning of the end of Absalom. When you sow treachery, you will reap it. Because Hushai was now a disloyal person to Absalom. And he was about to receive a disloyal person. He has given disloyalty. So he's now going to receive disloyalty. That's why most of the people who live with people turn against them. I remember one time I had a church. The guy left. My main person, I mean, it was just sad. The guy just left with these guys, main guys, and they went out of the church. One day, I heard they had all started to rebel against him. One day, they took, one day, he was, the pastor was traveling. So when he went to the airport, the assistant, eh, he came with a bag in the car. He took him to the airport because he was going somewhere. He got out, he took the bag and threw the bag at the airport. Yes, the assistant. He threw the bag at the whatever and got in the car and went. Oh, yes. I know another guy, his assistant, when he left the church, he had a church car. So he came and parked the car outside the house and took a key and threw it into the house. So take your car. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
Absalom's. When it returns, they, they can't understand it. Oh, yes. Now, when the pastor came back and said, look at how this guy disrespected me. He called the committee. Look at how this guy disrespected me and dishonored me. All the committee members didn't support him. He was shocked. Then he realized that the whole church has turned against him. And they all left the church until it was only left with his children. Absalom. Who shy the archite is coming for you? Now, David was running all the way. And then, Absalom, 2 Samuel 16, Absalom and all the people came to Jerusalem and Ahithophel. And Hushai came and said, God save the king. I love you, Absalom. And Absalom said to Hushai, Is this your kindness to David? (laughs) You were his assistant. Why did you not go with your friend? Hushai said and gave him a scriptural answer. Nay, whom the Lord and these people choose will I be. And I will be with him. With him will I abide. If I serve the father, should I not serve in the presence of the son? And there, at his right hand now, was Hushai the Archite, who was actually a spy. God gave him an evil man. Listen, when God loves you, he'll give you a good person. God so loved the world that he gave a good person to this world. When God is angry with you, he'll give you a bad person to be with you. When he loves you, he'll give you a good person in your life. Every faithful person you have ever had is God's love to you. Every kind person and faithful person is God's gift to you. That's why when faithful people leave, it hurts us so much because it's like this is a gift from God for, 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 for your life. Yes. I am a gift to you. You may not know. I am a gift to you. And you are also a gift to me. Yes. 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 When God loves you, he gives you a good person. And remember the Bible says he ascended into heaven and he gave gifts to men. And what were the gifts? Apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers. That is a gift. And God loves you and he gives you good people. And now Absalom was receiving traitors to his side. Hmm. Now Ahitophel was there. Hmm. So Ahitophel Absalom said to Ahithophel, give counsel, tell us what we should do. Now I'm the king, I'm the, I'm the, bishop. What, what do you think I should do? Huh? Bring your mind, Ahithophel. So Ahithophel said, look at that, Ahithophel said, let us now build our security armies to defend ourselves, isn't it? Let us build the church. No. Ahitophel said to him, eh? This is the first advice. You see, people are, 
People are bad, oh. Like, <laughs> go and sleep with your father's ten wives. Yes, the one that he left. Huh? So that, do it so that all Israel will hear that thou art abhorred, like your father is your enemy, so that there will be no confusion. And we know that you are. That's why sometimes people come out and say what for people to know that yes, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm fully demonized. Yes, publicly and openly. People, there are times I have wondered that about this man, why does he hate me? I've not done anything to him. So that's I will lament him to myself. I said, but I've not done anything. I've never said anything, done anything against you. I don't even have any idea. And there's no reason. But then they have advice. Ahitophels. Yes. And there you see Absalom usually is an immoral man. When you go into the background of an Absalom, you will find this. This is one of the things that is not so understood about Absalom. It's like sex and immorality. Oh yeah. Ten, ten adulteries of a higher level. Paul said there's fornication which is not mentioned even as a type of uh, fornication. Your father's Wives. Oh, yes. Watch every Absalom closely, and you'll be surprised to find this thing is there. So they spread Absalom a tent on the top of the house. Watch them very closely. Yes. And you'll see. And you'll be surprised to find there are as many as 10. In the history line of Absalom. Prophetically. Yeah. Rarely have I seen people who are rebellious. Who are not also immoral. And they have the audacity. To accuse other people. Yes. Look at Absalom. Spread a tent. Yeah. Spread a tent. Whether Ahitophel advised him or not. He was, it was an exciting thing for him to, and he did it. He went and had sex with his father's wives in the view of everybody. Ask your neighbor, I, I hope you are not as wild as Absalom when it comes to these type of things. Oh. Hmm. Now, how many are surprised that Absalom is also immoral? How many are surprised? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an Absalom. Yes, it's a revelation right there. It's into immorality. That's what he says. He said, the level is even, you not even imagine that that's the level. And he's presenting himself as a good man. He's kissing the people, stroking them, telling them how justice is not happening and how this and how this. And meanwhile, look at the kind of character that you are. Wicked man. You are both a murderer and number two, you are a murderer. And number two, you are an immoral and adulterous man. Hold your phone like this. Hold your phone like this. And say what? It's an Absalom. 
It's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. <laughs> Hold your phone and say it's an Absalom. Yes. It's an Absalom. <laughs> now moreover Ahitophel so now Ahitophel went further to advise him now this is your military strategy I've given you the psychological and morality strategy. Now I'm giving you the military strategy. Ahitophel said to Absalom, choose 12,000. I personally, I think Ahitophel, I will personally go and fight and bring the people and win and kill your father. (laughs) Tonight. There, you see, uh, and they called, now call Hushai, verse 5. And when Hushai came, he said, no, 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 no. Verse 11. I therefore counsel that Israel should be gathered as a multitude and that you, you should go personally to fight. <laughs> Verse 14. The spirit of foolishness descends on, the spirit of what? Foolishness descends on Absalom. So you, at a point you ask yourself, are they mad? Are they normal? Somebody says, I will personally go and fight. You stay here. I'm going to fight. I'll be back. I'm going to fight right now. He says, no, no, no. It's not good advice. He said, the, the, the counsel of Hushai the Archite is better than the counsel of Ahitophel. Therefore, now send quickly. And then Hushai was a traitor to Absalom. So he sent a message. Then Hushai said to Zadok, verse 15, that's and that's did Absalom counsel Absalom. And this is what I have counseled. Therefore, run, go out far, eh, lest the king be swallowed. Wow. And David arose and escaped. Amen. Second Kings, Second Samuel chapter 18. Now, foolishness has caused Absalom to lose everything. Eh? In a negotiated settlement, he was offered a chance to escape unscathed. But he said, no, 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 no. I will, I, will, I will conquer my father myself. I will do what? I will conquer my father myself. I'll bring him down personally. I don't want a third party to, to be involved. Wow. I want to lash him myself. <laughs> Are you listening? Take your phone. It's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. Take your phone again. It's an Absalom. Second Samuel, Chapter Eighteen. Verse 1. And David numbered the people that were with him and set captains and sent forth one third uh, under Joab. Now the people answered, verse 3. And the people said, 
Thou shall not go forth. If we flee away, they will not care. But you are worth 10,000 of us. It is better that thou succor us out of the city. This is the difference between an Absalom and a faithful person. An Absalom doesn't know the value of a leader. That's why he went to the battle himself. Because he did not even know the value of his father. He did not even know the value of himself. Because see, all these things, they reverse. He did not know his value as he's going to fight. The faithful people who were with David, they knew that no. David is worth more than all these people together. We will never let you go out to go and fight this foolish fight. We will fight for you, but you stay. You are worth 10,000. 10,000 of us will die. You stay here. We will not fight this foolish fight. But Absalom, because he doesn't know the value of fathers, he doesn't know them. So when he himself became the father, and he himself became the king, and he himself became the leader, he didn't know his value, he didn't know the importance of his what to do. He didn't know because, because you have fought against authority. You don't know what it's like to be an authority. Because you fight your father, you don't know what is important, what is important when you are a father and how a father should behave. Because all you've done in your life is to fight fathers. He made a mistake of his life. You see, when you, when you fight fathers, you cannot be a father. Yes. Yes. One guy, he broke away from a certain famous church in Ghana. And when he left, eh, he spoke against the church. I visited him in one of our big cities. And he told me, here, here, we don't have only one pastor who, who preaches. All of us preach. <laughs> we are all. Huh? He doesn't have to be a pastor. No, no, no. We, he, we, we, are all, we are all important. Because he was trying to criticize where he came from. That it's like the senior pastor is the one who's preaching all the time. He said, Yeah, we are all part. We all, we, all, we all speak. And then also, he told me also, I want you to know that in this church, we don't only sell the tapes of the senior pastor. All of us who are part of the council and the committee. All our tapes are sold in the church. Our preachings are sold. Beautiful. Take your phone. It's an Absalom. Hello? 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 What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hey! When you see him walking in the church from today and somebody calls you and says, Charlie, what's happening? Charlie, what's going on? What's happening in the church? It's an Absalom. Yes, it's an Absalom. An Absalom has, has been released. An Absalom has been released in the system. An Absalom has been released in the system. Yeah. Anyway, I was telling you a story. Sit down. So the guy said that it's not only one person's tapes. Then he took me outside. He took me outside. The church, he was going to see me off. When, when we went out, there was a car outside. A brand new black BMW. Brand new with everything. And he told me that when somebody heard 
what I, I have done to take away this branch of this main church in Ghana, the person sent me this and said, well done. You have really done the right thing. Then he pointed to the car and he said, is this not God? Is this not what? God. Is this not God? That's what I'm saying that. And the Bible says, and the people increase continually, but it's just for a short while. It will look as though people are supporting you for just a short while. The things are going to turn around again. Yes. Initially, it looks like, is this not God? Is this not God? Is this not God? Look at this brand new BMW. Somebody just woke up out of the blue and sent this to me to say, well done for opposing and fighting that man. What's going on? He took the church's pulpit. He took their choir. He painted over the name of the church and changed the name to his own name. What's going on? What's happening? Hey! That's not the end of the story. As time... Stage eight. Stage eight. As time went on, this brother fell into what Ahitophel advised. Like I told you, most of them have what immorality as part of it. He fell into immorality. I mean, whatever I thought it was there already. And the, the council, the people who said it's not only one person's tape. All of our messages are preached. All those people got up and sacked the guy from the church. Get away from here. Don't, don't forget that you were saying that it's not only one person. But it's all of us are powerful and all of us are important. So they said, okay, we have heard. Clear out from here. And they sacked him out of the church. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Recently, I heard that his wife has also sacked him. Oh, yes. What's happening? What, what, what exactly is going on? Take your phone and answer the question. What is happening? It is an Absalom. Then the king said, Deal gently with Absalom. <laughs> the father's heart said, The father said, When you find Absalom, please deal gently with him. Don't be rough. Don't be rough with him. Let's sing that song again. Let's sing that song again. Let's think about our father's heart so right and true. He's never given up, given up on me or you. Let's think about our God who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And Let's give our love and praise to Him. 
King said, deal gently with Absalom. Deal gently. For my sake. For my sake. Oh, fathers. So the people went out into the field. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. My God. My God. I want you to see it clearly. It said, and Absalom met the servants of David. And Absalom did what? Met the servants of David. And the servant of David called on the phone and said what? It's an Absalom. They met him. When they met him, they said, ah, you are the one. Wow! They call and say, it's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. We have seen him. You see, the father must not even bother to deal with an Absalom. He's even praying for his boy. But the servants of David, they are the no-nonsense people. When they met him, and the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head was caught in the hole of the oak, and he was taken up between the heaven and the earth. And the mule that was under him went away. And a certain man saw it and saw Joab. And said, behold, I saw Absalom hang in an oak. I saw. (laughs) And Joab said, ah, why you saw him? Why did you not smite him right there? I would have given you ten shekels of silver and a gather. I would have rewarded you freely. Uh, he has caused us so much problems. Verse 12. And the man said to Joab, Though I should receive a thousand shekels, I will not put my hand against the king's son. You see, again, you see there's some carefulness towards him because it's like, ah, it's like a son, the father. Yeah. For in our hearing, the king charged thee and Abishai. 
saying, no, should, no one should touch Absalom. Verse 13. Otherwise, I should have brought falsehood against my life. For there's no matter hate from the king. Remember that there's no matter hate from the king. There's no matter hate from the king. In the end, the king will get to know. Verse 14. Then Joab said, I, I, may, I, I can't waste my time on this uh, loyalty discussion that you are having. I don't have time for what, what you are saying. This type of amen, merciful, I cannot, I don't have time for that. <laughs> change, change the version, change the version. It's, it's an Absalom. I don't have time for this type of talking. Change the version. Do you have another version? No, no, no. The verse before. I will not waste time here with you. The guy said, I will not waste time. I will not waste time at all. Because what? Because what? It's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. I'll not waste time on this at all. I'll not waste time on this at all. It's an Absalom. Mercy. Hmm. And he took three spears huh, in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Absalom whilst he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. Now notice. This is stage eight. Execution. Then ten young men who got... Go back to verse 14. Three darts. Three darts are headed for Absalom. Absalom. Get ready for three darts coming for your heart. Absalom, be ready. Three darts are coming for you. They will pass through your heart. Then ten young men. There are three stages of stage eight. Three stages. The first stage is Joab's three darts going to the heart of Absalom. Absalom, hear my voice clearly. Three darts are coming for you. Then ten young men uh, gathered round. Absalom, ten young men will surround you and finish you off. Young men, people you don't respect. People you think are nobodies. People you don't have any regard for. They will gather round and finish you off. And even then, it's not over. Are you ready for the next part? Are you ready for that? Because it's what? Because it's what? It's an Absalom. And it will be the end of an Absalom. Look at the next end of Absalom. And Joab blew the trumpet. And the people returned from pursuing after Israel. For Joab held back the people. The next verse. And they took Absalom. It's not over. They took Absalom. And cast him into a great pit. They cast him into a great pit in the wood and laid a great, very great heap of stones upon him. Lest you ever think of rising again. (laughs) It's an Absalom. That's the end of an Absalom. That's stage eight. They, they threw stones on him. Joab finished him off. The first was the sign of mercy, but it didn't work. Then Joab executed him 
Then the ten young men surrounded and fought him. They crushed him and killed him. Then they took his body and they threw him into a great pit. Change the version. Change the version. No, no, no. Change the version. Yeah. And they took him and cast into him into a deep pit in the forest and erected over him a great heap of stones and all Israel fled each to his tent. Now when you go to Israel today, there is when we go to the um, Mount of Olives and you look down, there is a pillar there, it's called Absalom's pillar. Yes. And Absalom never had a son. Oh yes. You can't be fruitful. You can't be fruitful. It's over. It's over. You've ended your ministry in your life. Yeah, don't be an Absalom. Those of you who think you get up and you call some expired fathers. And you say all sorts of things against dignities and authorities. Huh? It's an Absalom. That's the end of Absalom. May you never, 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 never be an Absalom. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. A father is not a bad thing. In fact, at the end of this chapter, the very last verse, the very last verse of this chapter, you see a father. Put the last verse there. The very last verse. And the king was much moved. The father is not a bad person. The king was much moved. Huh? The king was much moved. And he wept and he said, oh, my son Absalom, my son Absalom, my son Absalom, would God that I had died for thee. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. A father is not a bad person. How many agree that a father is not a bad person? Yes. So, Father, I pray for everyone here today. Bless us. In this time, just everyone speak a word of prayer for yourself. Yes. To be able to identify an Absalom. That you see an Absalom. You put a phone to your head and say, It's an Absalom. Ramakatazama Kruama sundiriama kandalaba zana nala nala bazande koramazininimo samandala ragaside mahandoleba zandalaba zandalaba ramazakatababa ladabosimi konda braskerebos labragazinanimosi mandega labaziriba ramazima 
Pimama Yandalaba Rababa Zama Yana Lama Lama Zana Randalababa Zatedebe Bragosima De Ma Monde Shadalabagadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadab
in the name of Jesus. So Lord, let all Absaloms that arise in this church Jesus. and arise against yes. the Lord and yes. his anointed, yes. Yes. let their end even be as the end of Absalom. In three stages. Yes. Let the darts go darts. through their hearts. Let the ten young men, ten young men. destroy Absalom. And number three, let Absalom be thrown into a great pit. And a heap of stones be thrown upon him that he will move from our memory from the history of the church. Thank you, Lord. Yes. For this blessing. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Yes. God bless you. You may be seated. This message is called It's an Absalom. It's an Absalom. <laughs> I don't know why I don't forget, you know, oh. that particular thing. When I called and he said, what is happening? I asked him, has he heard? And he asked me, what do you think? But he didn't give me a chance to answer. And he said, it's an Absalom. And I know from today, anytime you pick up any of those things, you say, ah, it's an Absalom. Somebody who can organize an army, and organize people. Against his father. It's an Absalom. I want to encourage and invite anybody here who would like to come to Bible school to take it very seriously. I have brought my uh, Bible school director here. She's right here. So as soon as we finish, I want to encourage you to go to Bible school. Uh, Bible school will turn you into a pastor. An Akazo Bible school. I'm an open invitation and scholarship and assistance to help anybody who wants to do that. I know that God is going to bless your life and your ministry greatly. Thank you. God bless you.